Hello and welcome to Housewives and Me, a podcast about why we love the real housewives. I'm your host, Connor Bean, and you're very welcome back for another brand new episode. Hope you're doing well. Hope you enjoyed the long weekend for St. Patrick's Day. If you're one of the show's many Irish listeners, I know some people in other parts of the world do not get the uh, same amount of time off around Patrick's Day. But listen, it's it's a rare upside to still be in Ireland in 2022. But I hope you enjoyed it wherever you are in the world. Very excited about today's guest. I'm chatting to Brittany Pierre, who's someone that I've known from social media for years. I think this is the first time we'd ever spoken to each other, like had a conversation, but we've been uh, social media buddies for a very long time. And she's someone whose pop culture takes I'm always interested in. She always makes me laugh. She's got plenty to say about all things housewives. We got into Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, New Jersey, Atlanta. We, oh, see, we talked about, we covered a lot of ground and there were some pretty hilarious observations from Brittany that have me uh, screaming in this conversation, which I think you will hear, even though I fixed the levels in the edit. I was like, you can still hear me screaming. So without any further ado, here is Brittany Pierre on Housewives and Me. My guest today is a journalist who's written for outlets like Complex, Shondaland and Bustle and runs her own blog as well. It's called Pierre Into My Life. Brittany Pierre, welcome to Housewives and Me. Hi, Carter. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for agreeing to chat to me today. We have lots of cities to get into because you basically keep up with all of them and you've just had a, a Housewives interaction on social media I'm dying to discuss. But before all that, let's get to the nitty gritty of how did you get into The Real Housewives? Yeah, so I didn't get into OC when it first aired because I thought it was like supposed to be around like um, Desperate Housewives and I had never watched Desperate Housewives. So I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to get into it. But once they dropped New York, I was like, all right, I have to dive into this. This is my hometown. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I watched it from the first episode and I was hooked. I think there's like a few seasons that I didn't watch when I didn't have cable in college, but I pretty much have watched almost every franchise since then, which is kind of alarming because that's like half my life being (laughs) bravo when you really think about how much hours you put into it yeah i know god don't and then i'm like and i'll do a podcast about it and i'll edit that podcast and i'll spend hours of my life editing the podcast about the show i watch four hours but yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah it's scary thoughts scary but it still brings so much joy into my life so i can't complain all that much but yes i've been obsessed with them um when I lived in Cleveland for a bit, I was really like lonely. I didn't have many friends and like housewives was like that one sanctuary for me that like kept me sane while I was living in Cleveland. So I will always have like a special place for housewives. And did you find because you were watching the shows and maybe where you were living, you didn't feel like you had many people around that like you were making friends online because of housewives? So actually, yeah, like I think I started listening to podcasts around that time um, about Housewives because I didn't have any friends that watched Housewives. So podcast was like the next thing for me to like kind of interact, but not really. Um, I feel like that meme that's like the kid is like eating salad next to like an ad and it's like that's how it feels like listening to. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I've been been sent that meme and I've been that meme. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and then I started going into like Facebook groups that were talking about housewives and so like that became a huge thing in my life and. Luckily, I am outside of that life and it's no longer consuming my entire life. That was, that's a trip. That's a whole nother podcast to discuss Facebook groups. But um, yeah, it definitely helps me um, just to connect with people and 
and talk about this one subject that I really love to discuss about. And um, so that was helpful during those years in Cleveland. But um, I no longer live there, but Housewives is still very much a part of my life. Okay, well, that's good to hear. Let's dive into some of the shows that are on right now, because I know you kind of keep up with most of them. Salt Lake City is nearing the end of what has felt like a very long second season, but for the most part, an explosive second season. Have you enjoyed the second season? And what is your vibe with uh, Salt Lake City in general? This show, I mean, not the place. I don't know if you've ever been to Salt Lake City. I would love to watch it. It's really beautiful out there. The show to me feels like completely different than all the other housewives. I don't know how to explain it other than like watching like alien activity because it's just like (laughs) bizarre. I'm like, these topics see, I mean, like they're regular topics, but they just seem so obscure compared to all the other housewives, but they keep you entertained. I mean, clearly we had so many crazy stuff going on with like Mary Mm -hmm. and Jen and they just were explosive since episode one, which is what I love and very happy that they've provided that because some of the franchises kind of like take some time to like fall into their grooves, but they immediately came in and gave us like entertainment. Yeah. I feel like they hit the ground running. There's all those stories that like they had filmed some of season one with a different company and another production mate was given the footage and they I think that's why when we come in as viewers they they had actually kind of been working away but like I love that I'm like jump ahead I don't care right tell me it's episode one like I'm I'm following your journey I don't I don't need to be there the very first day like I don't care wow I did not know that but yeah it was great I loved it and like that scene when like Jen Shaw and the cops were coming after her like how amazing oh. is that they capture that on I know and watching that was because obviously it's housewives and they love to like tease us with this big thing and it's going to be in all the trailers and we're like there's so much hype around a big event on these shows but yet it was still so thrilling to watch it on an actual like I couldn't believe like my jaw was really on the floor I watched it like three times I was just like <laughs> I had to like really make sure Did I just watched it Did this has happened it was just so, yeah it was so good one of those prime moments that you're like I'm so happy I'm alive to witness this <laughs> yeah I know I love how we start off like have we really put so many hours of our lives into these shows and now we're like I am so glad my life and this show are together like we're so in <laughs> in terms of the cast members I mean I feel like generally the vibe is like people now like Lisa Barlow they kind of despite everything kind of like Jen Shaw were like we feel like Mary's problematic but funny. Like, what do you make of some of the big personalities that are on this show? Yeah, I, the only one that I'm not, like, I can't really jive with is Meredith. Like, I just, I don't know, her energy is different from everyone else's. And I can't really gauge exactly what kind of housewife she is because she's so detached a lot of times. Like, she always wants to walk away from the situation. I'm like, no, you got to stay so we can, like, yeah. be resolved. Um but I do like Lisa. She is very problematic. She's just, she's a hothead. But I do like yeah. Lisa. Um, Jen Shaw. I mean, like, I can't hate her because she's given us so much. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I'm like, the crimes could be real. Right. So then, is the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Mary is just, she's obviously incredibly um, problematic. But also... I mean, who else has said, like, you smell like hospital? Like, I've never heard anyone even <laughs> utter those words before. 
Yeah, yeah. That's such a good way of putting it. She just says things that no other human being no would say. Does. I will miss her, but I understand why she will not return. Like, it's just, it's a bit much. Yeah, I, it's, I've, they were only ever going to get so much out of Mary, I feel. Let's dive into New Jersey, which at one point was one of the biggest housewife shows. I feel like then it went under the radar and now everyone's like, hey, Jersey is like consistently great, which yeah. I would agree with. What are your thoughts on New Jersey? Love Jersey. Um, and I actually, I was um, watching it last night and I felt like it's the only show where I'm okay with the house, the husbands also being a part mm-hmm. of the show. Like I like that they all travel together and the husbands are kind of a part of the drama. It's the only show where it works. Um, but I love Jersey. I love Jennifer. I know everyone hates her. I adore her. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What do you love about Jennifer? I mean, I don't mind her, but like, I'm curious. You feel, it feels like you're like, I know I shouldn't. So tell me why you like her. I like, she, I mean, there's times where I'm just like, oh, that wasn't really a good thing to say out loud, Jen. But I just, there's just something about her. I can't put into words why exactly I love her so much, but. She's just like one of those delusional housewives that I just cannot help but love. And that's how I like my housewives. I want them to be delusional and also have a backbone. That's a good way of putting it with Jennifer because she will do and say stuff that is just so far removed from reality. But she also can be kind of grounded and honest. And it's a fun mix because like she'll say something you're like, actually, that's fair enough. And then sometimes she'll do something and you're like, oh, you're such an asshole. But that's actually really fascinating to watch because you don't quite know what to expect from her yeah and there's some reason like she reminds me if lady gaga had not become a huge pop star (laughs) do you know it's funny you say that because i don't know what it is about jennifer's speaking voice her speaking voice reminds me so much of christina aguilera for some reason i don't know what it is it's like a tone like I was watching her on Watch Happens Live and I was like, she really sounds like Xtina to me. And I don't know if it's just because I'm a Christina fan, but I was like, there's like something in her voice, actual speaking voice. I'm like, I don't know if Jennifer can sing, but she still sounds like Christina to me. Well, clearly she should have been a pop star in another lifetime because <laughs> like that Yeah, we both getting these. You know, we both <laughs> maybe like maybe her next season storyline will be that she's launching a pop career i mean she's a rich husband which is what erica did to launch her pop career wow yeah facts but yeah jersey's great do you have a favorite on jersey i this is i feel like this is controversial even though she isn't i really like melissa and i feel like people hate melissa jennifer lopez tether yeah um yeah yeah it's our tether <laughs> paging jordan peele <laughs> I don't mind Melissa. I like her for what she... I literally think I like all the Jersey girls for the most part. They all like mm. represent what they are supposed to for that show. They all work really well. Oh, yeah. And then the, the new girl, too. I, I haven't... I don't know much about her, though. Yeah. It feels like she must have filmed a lot and they didn't use it because she really is friend of where she's like barely in these scenes. And I, I mean, forgive me for asking this, but is her husband like Tracy's husband... Is, she, is he quite well known in the US? Because I get the impression he's like sort of famous, but like I have no reference for sports stars. So I'm like, he could maybe not be famous and I wouldn't know. Yeah, so he was huge when he played football. He was on the Giants. Uh-huh. I don't know what position he played, but he was a huge name back then. His brother is also a football player. And then he was on the Today Show as a host for a bit. Oh, yes. Okay. And then so the, the affair thing did sort of like harm his professional reputation. Or the rumors about it, I should say, because obviously they they are claiming it's not true on the show. 
Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I was watching. I was like, I'm so bad with sports in general, particularly American sports wrestlers. I don't live in the US. So they'll tell me someone's really famous. I'm like, oh, God, I'll believe you. Like, I don't I have any frame of reference. So you, can, you can say whatever you want. Um, I do have a soft spot for Dolores, who literally just visited Ireland as well. So I'm like, I, I do have a soft spot for her. Yeah, I love Dolores. Um, she is a black queen. Whether <laughs> I'm claiming her. <laughs> You're reminding me of Wendy Williams and Wendy Williams used to go Black Dolores And I'd be like oh okay I mean I see what she's saying <laughs> Sometimes the fake tan And Dolores I'm like I don't know sis Are we are we crossing a line Here <laughs> She is a black queen Black <laughs> Oh my god! I I wonder has I wonder did Dolores ever watch the Wendy Williams show recaps of of Jersey and, and hear that and go hmm I, should I? She did. She um when she was on the Wendy Williams show, she did like a twenty three and Me, and she does have like like three percent of blackness in her. We were right all along. Oh my god! Yeah, but that's Jersey for you. Like they love. They're tanning. I went to school in Jersey and yeah. See a lot of people like them, yeah. Of course you so you went to school there. Like, did you like when you watch New Jersey Nair, are you like, oh, this reminds me of like when I went to school? Like, are did you meet similar kind of characters? Kind of. Like, you know, like Joe and Dolores, his husband, Frank. I one night my friend lived near Franklin Lake and I was like, please. Please, for the love of God, please show me Teresa's house. And like in the middle of the night, we drove by Teresa's house and it was one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> oh my God. And so you never like run into any of them like when you were visiting there or? Um, I never bumped into any of the Jersey girls, but I have bumped into a few of the New York girls um, occasionally. <gasps> Okay, well, we'll get into that because I do like to talk about running. So we'll get into that. Um, Another show that is airing right now is OC, which has brought back Heather Dubrow, added some new people. Feels like it's having a little bit of like a rebirth after a tough COVID season. I'm wondering what you make of of this, I guess, reboot of OC and of OC in general. So OC is like one of my least favorite housewives. Like I go in and out. I really haven't, I didn't watch it in the beginning and I started watching when Shannon joined and then I fell off, got back on. But I do love this season. Like I know mm-hmm, everyone hates Noella, another problematic fave for me. I'm like, I love her. Another black queen. Um, An actual black yeah, queen in this instance. <laughs> I'm a little bit like, guys are low-key like microaggressive towards her without i agree yeah it's a little bit hard to watch i'm like of course she's talking about her divorce all the time she literally had no idea it was going to happen so yeah it just like kind of like gets on my nerves that everyone's like can you stop talking about that it's like what else is she supposed to talk about um but i do love like pretty much all of them even though heather is a lot to deal with because she's so much like a, a mother to all of them like a bad mother like yeah like, <laughs> and i don't like that i'm like they're they're your age too like you don't need to talk to them like toddlers yeah it's weird i feel like she loves the idea of hosting and entertaining and be, like whether it's in her home or even say when they're at shannon's house and she brought the edibles and in a way that's a lovely quality but because shannon or because heather is such an alpha it comes off really overbearing. It's not like, I want you all to have a good time. It's like, I want you all to have a good time. And she's like ripping the table. I'm like, relax, just relax, Heather. Exactly. It couldn't be anything different than how she imagined it. And 
that's like yeah it's like yeah. her trying to produce it that can be a little bit hard to watch but i i'm enjoying this season how about you i actually am like i find some people like oh it's boring i'm like well first of all we suffered through last season which bar a handful of episodes was boring yeah. so this season immediately is an improvement and i kind of like that it's they're all kind of orbiting each other and like getting to know each other again. And it feels like the show is kind of re- slowly rebuilding. But like every episode I'm entertained, it, it doesn't feel like a drag watching it. And I love, I actually am enjoying Noella a lot, even when she frustrates me, because first of all, she's a little bit like off kilter, which I find fascinating. But also she kind of has Heather's number and that's a bold move when you're new. Yeah. She really does have like a read of Heather that I think is quite accurate and I enjoy that about her. I do too and she's not afraid of Heather unlike everyone else and Jean yes. is like so obsessed with Heather. It's kind of yeah. <laughs> Heather and I are friends. I love Heather. It's like oh yeah for now. <laughs> They're like we're both New Yorkers. I'm like okay well like Heather is from upstate New York. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're like well. <laughs> <laughs> we're New York girls. I'm like eh. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. No, I'm enjoying it. And I kind of, it's funny seeing the shift in Shannon when Heather's around, like even just little things like, oh, I used to have a house this big. Like you're like, poor Shannon. just And then you see Shannon's house and it's beautiful, but she's really clinging to like the shit that happened to her, which I get because it was awful. And her ex-husband, it seems like a dickhead. But like, sometimes I want to be like, Shannon, you have a hot husband or a hot boyfriend, great kids and a gorgeous house. Like it could be so much worse. Yeah, she's been through the worst, you know, and she's, you know, picking back the pieces. And I think she's doing really well. But clearly it's her and David had a huge impact on her well-being and her insecurities. So Right. And and I do get the impression, maybe because her kids are on the show with her and he's never in the frame, that maybe it's like always in the back of her head that he's going to like call up and go, they can't feel like it just seems to be weighing on her mind in a way that like, I, I'm always surprised by because I'm always like, Shannon, I want you to like move on from this. Me too. I agree. I want her to be happy. It's hard to watch when she's like drunk and having a good time. Yeah. I mean, do you think Tamara or even Vicky could come back? They are really seeming to lean into these rumors, maybe because they'll be on the Ultimate Girls Trip thing, but there's all this speculation. I wouldn't mind Tamara, but Vicky is... I think this ship has sailed with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just like the energy of this season. I don't know how she would gel with them. Yeah, I can't imagine Noella and Vicky together, but I can imagine Tamara and Noella together really? in a fun Yeah, way. Tamara would be fun with all this group, I think. In fact, Tamara would probably make out with Noella. I feel like Noella and her would have like, you know, Tamara's always got like, sort of got those vaguely bisexual vibes sometimes. I'm like, I think Tamara and Noella would probably flirt a lot. I could see that. I could see that. All right, bravo. The ball is in your court. Make it happen. We have a bunch of Housewives shows kind of like that are really great, but are sort of either still filming or in, I don't want to say the off season. I guess they are in the off season. So like, for example, we know that Beverly Hills and Atlanta recently wrapped filming. I mean, what are you like excited for or hoping for when they come back or what would you like to see? Those are both really difficult for me. Like I love both. But Atlanta was not very enjoyable last season. And yeah. Portia's not returning. Yeah. He's not returning. It's just like, it's going to be during those like years that New Jersey kind of like had those rebirthing years of like, we're just trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. So I think this is going to be like a, this trial and error kind of time period for Atlanta. But I always love the girls. They're always funny, no matter what. Uh, yeah. So there's that. But 
I don't know how I'm going to enjoy next season all that much. But then Sheree going back is exciting to That's me. That's true. I love Sheree. She should have never mm. been taken off after the last time. True, although I, th- I do think now the energy she's going to come back with will probably be like a little bit more fired up because she hasn't been on for a while. And I'm like, I just want to see Sheree and Kenya interact, good or bad. Like, I just want to see them play off each other. I'm down. I love Sheree. And she's another one that like, you know how everyone says that Nini is like the queen of memes? Sheree's up there too. True. That's so true. There's been a lot of Sheree moments have gone viral in recent years. I always love how... Definitely, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I like-, like that has that has had such legs in recent years. Um, and the other, the joggers one is great. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, she's great. Did you watch um Porsche spinoff? I did not. Was it any good? Did you watch it? I I did. It started off a bit dull, but then it did kind of pick up when they went on the trip with all their family members, and then the last episode had this sit down dinner with her and obviously her now ex Dennis that was just so raw you could tell they were like saying the stuff they probably didn't say on camera for a very long time and I was watching it being like this is bad like this I don't see a way out for them as co-parents but I was watching it like riveted wow it's worth a watch like it's a little bit there's a whole thing near on the trip where basically Portia tries to control the narrative and production calls her out in it which Ooh. is so interesting because we love Portia as the funny likable one and on this show at times she's like the opposite but I actually liked seeing that side of her because I still like her I'm a bit like I don't care she's still funny Ooh. like people are like oh she's ruined her name I'm like oh, really she just had a bad season <laughs> right all right I'll definitely check it out definitely check it out and we have Beverly Hills coming back at some point. It's so, so funny. Like, I feel like we know little snippets of Atlanta, but we're not being spoiled too much. I feel like maybe it's because of the women themselves on social media. I feel like there's so much reporting on Beverly Hills that it's hard to be like, I am excited, but I'm also like, stop telling me everything. I want this to unfold on my TV. Yeah, I agree. That's their problem with that and also dragging out storylines. So Beverly Hills is just one of those things where I, I watch because because I watch Housewives. And um, yeah. Yeah, I used to really, really love um, Beverly Hills. Like I went to Amsterdam to go to that restaurant where <gasps> the showdown between um, Kim and Lisa, because that was just epic, you know? I had this oh my God. My own eyes. Um, but lately it's been really, I know everyone loved last season, but I felt it was dragging on. I was tired of Erica being a bully. Yeah. I didn't think it really painted her in a good light with despite everything that was going on in her life. So I'm hoping we at least have some fun interactions. Um, I like that Garcelle is going to have a friend on the show because yes. he needs it with these Her ladies. friend Sheree. Um, is it Sheree or Sheree? I have another Sheree. Sheree. <laughs> I think it's Sheree. And we have two Sheree, Sheree's coming into the mix on Housewives. I'm here Love for it. Love it. And she's Will Smith's ex-wife. I wish Kimora would go on the show too. I think that would be... A fun dynamic, but I get why she probably wouldn't want to do the show. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. And I think Kathy is having some drama too, I think they're saying. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, in a way, I'll see these headlines and yes, I'll read the articles and yes, I'll click. But I'm also like, oh, like, when I think of example, I love Potomac. And Potomac always brings so much oh. interesting drama and just humor in it and stuff. And very, bars say, like, when the Monique fight happened, that made it into the press. Because obviously, yeah. like, Monique and, and Candace's fight obviously was a big thing. But, like, so much of what happens in Potomac does not make it onto the quote-unquote blogs. Mm-hmm. So when you watch the show, you're so much more engaged because you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, and they also don't post, like, you know, cryptic messages on Instagram yes. compared to 
the Beverly Hill girls because they just constantly need that reassurance. Um, but I, I hope it's good. I don't know how it's going to be like for Kathy. I, you know, I just want her to still be a friend of the show. I don't want her to be a main girl. Yeah, and I do think, like, it sounds like she's back as friend of, which is a role she likes, but there was this, there was that crazy story about how much money she wanted to come back, which I didn't quite believe because the amount she quoted was so insanely high, but it obviously did take them a while to negotiate her return. And I'm a little bit like, okay, part of the fun here is that you know you're just light relief and you bop in and out. Like, you can't be throwing, you can't be acting like you deserve all this crazy leverage when you were never going to be full-time anyway because you don't want to like it's a weird dynamic and also like do we need to give more money to a hilton (laughs) yeah exactly that's why i was like she doesn't need this money this should be just like a hobby for her exactly (laughs) it's like some people take up cross stitch and some people become a friend of on housewives of beverly hills it's like we all have passions in life and i am curious to see if kim not kim kyle will have kathy's back if the rumors are true of like who she is feuding with. Because, you know, Kyle is not the most loyal when it comes to family. (laughs) She's not. She's like, well, would you look at the time? I got to go film with Jamie Lee Curtis. I'll I'll see you guys. Like, she'll be like, got to go. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, that is the fun of, like, last season we got to see a whole new side of Kyle because of Kathy, like, in a good way. So now I'm like, you're right. If if the dynamic shifts, we might see a, a whole new side of Kyle again. I mean, Kyle is just... She really has endured and become like such a fan favorite. It's it's really fascinating. Yeah, it took me several, several seasons for me to finally come around to Kyle. Don't know how long it will last, but I did start the <laughs> last season, that's for sure. Yeah, same. Um, I want to ask about run-ins because they sort of tie into two cities I want to talk about anyway. Um, you mentioned there that you have seen some of the New York cast members in the flesh. I'd love to know what happened how it happened if you got to talk to them like what what went down i have so i worked at barney's for a bit and sonia morgan came in wanting to get a table i worked in the restaurant in barney's and she came at peak time and she there weren't any tables available and she wanted a table and i literally told my manager like this is sonia morgan like she is <laughs> you so were like, we gotta get her a table to we gotta bump her up um so I yeah. best to give her a really good table she was she was pretty nice compared to other celebrities that came in um and i saw kelly ben simone a bunch of times during fashion week and at parties i didn't really interact with her um she always seemed a little spacey but i definitely saw her around <laughs> a lot there was one time this isn't a run-in but um uh, i remember one night being in the Lower East Side, completely intoxicated, walking around <laughs> and stumbling upon Zarin Fabrics. And it was like, oh, for me. And I was so excited that I saw Zarin Fabrics, Zarin Fabrics, in, you know, in the flash. It was pretty cool. And I love Jill. Don't want her on the show, but, you know, just a moment in time where she was just amazing on the show. There's something about the visual of you like drunkenly stumbling around New York City and you see the Zarin fabric shop. It's like a scene at a broad city. I can almost hear like <laughs> time slows down. And you're like, oh my God. I was like screaming and my friend had no idea what she was like what are you talking about. Do you like fabric? Like, I don't, what's happening here? And I was trying to explain it to her. She didn't get it, but it was a great moment <laughs> for me. Not for her. And when you're drunk, things take on this significance as well. You're like, you don't understand. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> but both of my girls, I will ride or die for the OG New York girls. Because Luann is my all-time favorite housewives, no matter what. 
Really? Why is that? Another delusional woman who like <laughs> never is down to earth thinks she's the greatest person of all time. And I love that she just never changes, but she knows how to like stick to her gun. She is not afraid of Ramona, Bethany, any of the girls. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just find her really fascinating and, and enjoyable to watch. Um, I just love her. And she's gorgeous. She's so beautiful. Like, it's painfully, like, exhausting watching how hot she looks at her age. Like, good for you, but I'm never going to I was going to say, hot is, like, I don't even, I don't mean to sound, like, derogatory, but when I think of Luana, I do think she's hot. Like, she just is, like... I don't know what it is. I know she probably works out and stuff, but I'm like, Luan is like feeling herself in such an insane way. Always has too. And she just has that like air about her that she just knows she's a, you know, she's a shit. And she is. I mean, she was countess. I will never forgive her for giving up. (laughs) Like, girl, what are you doing? How do you feel about, like, there's so much speculation about what is or isn't going to happen with New York after last season, which was... A little bit of a letdown, obviously. I mean, what would you like to happen? Would you keep a ton of OGs? Would you want people coming back? Like, what is your feeling on it? Gosh, last season was rough to watch. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many different reasons. I was so happy to see a Black woman finally on the show. We had two, actually, last season. Yeah. And so that was exciting, but also exhausting because, you know, who we're dealing with when it comes to this show Um, And it was just that time period where like race relations were really heightened at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. It's hard because there seems to be a push towards like a youth version of the show, but they still want to cling to the old version. And it's hard to mesh the two because clearly Leah and um, Ebony want to go in a different direction that's more like progressive and new and younger and more i don't know like more in tune of what current events are and the rest of the ladies do not care they're part of the upper east side society and none of that matters to them so it's going to be really hard to see how they are trying to push these two together because i don't know if it will work ever yeah in a way i've always really enjoyed even when leah didn't have a as great second season i liked sort of seeing her version of New York and a little more downtown, a little more, a little bit cooler. And also she does have an interesting history with the city because she kind of built her brand there. And she just has, she clearly has a life in the city that's different to like say Luan or Ramona, but by the same token, you're right. Like, is it just a matter of finding more like 40 and 50 plus women who are just a bit eccentric and as you say, delusional and just follow them? Like, I don't, I kind of like both, but I don't know for a show which which you focus on. Right, it's going to be really hard. I mean, I did like Leah bringing like a a breath of fresh air to the show but I do like the old version of Housewives I don't know it's really hard for me to figure out how I would want it to move in which direction but I do I that's my favorite franchise I don't want it to like be bad like I'm okay with like a few seasons of it they've delivered so much to us kind of consistently that I'm kind of just like they can have an off season you know they deserve it I feel the same um Speaking of run-ins, you know, this, like, depending on when this will actually drop, but I was laughing because the night before we were speaking today, you did get retweeted by Candace from Potomac. Can you explain to me the context of that retweet? And have you had any other interactions with Candace on social media? Like, how did this come to be? Candace and I have never interacted. I don't even think <laughs> at her ever. Um, but so the context is that 
there was a rumor that the queen had passed away. God bless her soul. But she's still here. Um, yes. And obviously that's not true, but there was like uh, a blog that had delivered this news and everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe you would believe this blog. And so I just joked saying that it was Meghan Markle who who leaked the story so that like a black publication could get the exclusive. It was a <laughs> joke, not true. I don't want the Meghan Markle stance to come after me. And Candace retweeted it. She thought it was funny. And I was like, what? How did you even see this? It's weird. And Kelly Ben Simone blocked me on. She's the only one of the housewives that's blocked me on Twitter. And, and what did you, um, what did you say? Did you tweet at Kelly? I did. Um, so oh. <laughs> You're in the old school of Twitter. And oh. I didn't I don't think what I said was really that bad. But she had compared herself to Oprah. And I was like, okay, I wouldn't compare myself to Oprah Kelly and blocked. <laughs> blocked. It was not, that's not that bad, right? No, I mean I do think like and I don't have a massive platform, so I don't know. And this I is really, no, I don't have a massive one either. And that was back in the like two thousand ten when I had like a hundred followers. <laughs> maybe just i think some celebrities are just block happy with anything that isn't effusive praise like it's it's i just love how i didn't realize she blocked you and you mentioned how you saw her in person like you're like she was a little spacey but she obviously wasn't spacey on twitter that day she was like let me hit the button <laughs> like block don't want you on my feed um but i think oh there's God. like a, a time limit because now i'm not blocked by her anymore it's been like 10 years so i guess like it just expired um <laughs> you should tweet the same thing to her again just to see if she notices it this time she's like i just think it's crazy you thought you thought you were oprah 10 years right. ago <laughs> and do you still feel that way um but yeah I, I do like when people interact with the housewives that's that's always interesting to watch i wish noella was on twitter and have you had any other social media encounters with housewives i feel like i have and I don't remember many because there's I've had so many interactions with celebrities. And I don't mean that in like a very pretentious, like I'm better than other people. Um, but I can't think of any other than Kelly because I, I'm so mocked <laughs> me. I know. In a way, it's kind of iconic. Like I would love to have that screenshot in my folder just to look back on like blocks by Kelly Benson. <laughs> I remember where I was that day. The great day. Um but how, how about you? Do you have any interactions with the housewives? On um, no, I interviewed Tamar once years ago, and the interview never ended up being released because oh. for a project that didn't happen, like didn't come to fruition. But no, well, um, she seems like she would be fun to interview. She was. She was very chatty. It was funny, actually. I remember it was very specific, but it was when she was. Do you remember it was she was diagnosed with skin cancer, and it was like a news story, and it was it was like between seasons of the show, and I remember the PR was like, please don't mention her recent diagnosis. I said that's fine. It wasn't really the focus of the interview, and I kind of feel like with medical stuff like that, like I wouldn't bring it up, on pro- even though it was public. I just was like, that's fine, and then. It was a typical thing when you interview a celebrity. They bring up the thing the publicist told you. Know. She went, and you know, of course, my recent... And I was like, yes, of course, afraid to say too much because I didn't want the interview to get chopped. So I was like, you brought it up, not me. Like, it's always... They always go, and please don't mention X. And I almost, I swear to you, almost every time then, the celeb will go, and of course, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, I was trying to bring this up. And here you are <laughs> talking about it on the... And it was funny because I asked her about the OC trip to Ireland a number of seasons ago. And I said, oh, it was like so cool seeing you here. What was that like to do? And she was like, I really think it was one of our 
best trips and I really had the most fun on that trip and I was about to go oh and then she goes and I know we had a huge fight but that was at the end on the way to the airport the rest of it was great I was like okay I'm glad she said it because she was acting like nothing happened in Ireland I was like you screamed in people's faces on that bus I remember like it was a night vision (laughs) but she was like apart from that it was a wonderful trip I was like okay Oh, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my only big one. Have you bumped into any of Megan's family members? Cause- <laughs> Not that I know of. I don't even think I know anyone called O'Toole. But, like, I always laugh at that because Irish people will always tell you this. Like, when you when it's particularly around March, St. Patrick's Day kind of time, mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of Americans visiting. And they love to say things like, did you know my cousin was blah, 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 six removed? And Irish people are like, yeah, okay. <laughs> We're like, oh, are they? Okay. Like, I'm just like, oh, we're the, okay. Mm. Like, it doesn't, like, it's such a cliche for me. So I'm always like, cool. So if Megan had, if Megan, like, door stopped me with a camera, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know anyone in your family. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then you guys don't even celebrate St. Patrick's. Like, it's not a thing for you guys as it is here. Oh, no, it's a huge thing here. Whoa. It's just like, there's a big tourist element too, but like, oh, Irish people definitely sell like definitely because it's a public holiday here. Okay. And this year we actually have a, an extra day around it because they've added a, a public holiday, blah, blah, because yeah. of the pandemic. So like, oh no, like Ireland is carnage on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's all oh, you need to know. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, should you ever plan a visit? I wouldn't come those days. Um, Let's discuss, <laughs> let's discuss your housewife's tagline. If you were going to be on the show, what Ooh. tagline would you go with? I would go with, um, I may be dyslexic, but I do know how to read a bitch. <laughs> oh my God. That's iconic. I like any reference to reading anyway, but that's particularly good. <laughs> oh my God. That's iconic. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. No, no notes. No notes. Sometimes I like to workshop with the guests, but I think in that, in this instance, we have really nailed it down. Perfect. Um, <laughs> As a longtime viewer, I'm sure you'll have plenty to say when it comes to this. If you were throwing a dinner party with, you know, housewives or husbands or hangers on, whoever, what five people from Housewives World are you having over for dinner and why? Ooh, that's hard. I've been thinking. So Luann, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Karen from Potomac. Okay. Giselle from Potomac. Okay, two Potomac queens. Lisa Renna? <laughs> you sound surprised. <laughs> because I was going to go with Kyle, but I'm like, no, Renna would bring something to it. She would bring some drama. And I'm trying to think of the fifth person I'd bring. Has to yeah. be an Atlanta girl. Okay. Maybe. Do we want. Porsche? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you want someone who's fun, but not afraid to like stir the pot. And I think Porsche is a fun combination of both of those. And I wonder if the dynamic would change Lisa Renna's like actions like would she not be all like you know own it you know bring it on baby kind of thing like would she just be like a chill girl or would she just go head to head with all of them like I really would love to see her with other housewives that are not Beverly Hills yeah because I feel like if you go own it baby and you've got Karen and Giselle there they're like yeah we do and Portia and Luan have been have gone through so much in their shows that they'd be like we literally have for 10 years like Like, what are you talking about Erica and Rena on Potomac or Atlanta, just to see how they would really handle actual competitive like arguments, because they don't have anything to really work with, and that's why they're like yeah. alpha male, the alpha females on the show, 
because everyone else is not gonna go back at them. But on those shows, they would. I also love, like, it was one of my favorite kind of running jokes about Beverly Hills when it was on and all the Erica stuff was going down and people were like, if Kenya Moore was on the show, like, Kenya Moore would have the flight log or she'd walk one of the victims. Like, <laughs> there's just stuff they would do on those shows that would go so much further. I mean, even Megan from OC, she would have dug up some kind of information be like, well, actually, <laughs> this is what happened. I think even Whitney Rose would have been like, it doesn't make sense, Erica. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she became like such a huge detective on who would have thought? When it came to Alex City. I do think, though, if Whitney Rose tried to Erica, we'd just be like, shut up, Whitney. And she'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't think she'd be able. <laughs> oh, yeah. We wouldn't want that to happen with Whitney. She's great. I love her. You mentioned that, like, you kind of built, like, online friendships watching the shows. And I'm just jealous of anyone who lives in the States because, obviously, they can watch the shows live and they can live tweet them. What's it like, like, live tweeting when Housewives is on? Do you find that, like, the conversation adds to watching the shows? I had more enjoyment like a few years ago, like in the early years of Housewives and early years of Twitter. Um, Lately, I don't live tweet as much um, because I feel like eventually you start having like groupthink of certain situations and I rather just like have my own opinions and then read what people are saying. Um, But I do enjoy following tons of people on Twitter who are live tweeting it. I love listening to like 5 billion podcasts on housewives. Obviously I do enjoy getting some people's opinions. I just need to form my own opinion before it. I don't feel like the need to share it as much anymore. Um, I think I'm just aging out of like sharing my opinions publicly all the time. <laughs> Who would have thought? Um, so, <laughs> Growth. But, <laughs> Maturity. <laughs> but it, but the Housewives has such a great community. I think that's what's really great about the Housewives that I didn't expect to happen is that it has created all these podcasters who are now friends with one another. There are yeah. groups who have like literally created lifelong friendships, quite like how the Housewives are. And so I can't hate on it. So it's not unlike when you think about it, the fandom around Marvel movies or Star Wars or even like the X-Files and Buffy back in the day, which were like TV shows that really pioneered like online forums and fandoms. Like even though I think people who watch Housewives would never see themselves as that kind of person because it's maybe, it's not read as quote unquote nerdy. I do think the kind of discussion and the passion is very similar. So true. We are, I mean, I always tell people when, guys say like oh housewives is such a blah 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 and i'm like housewives is like marvel it's like sports we have yes those are sports teams and you know all the um housewives individually there are sports players and sometimes they have good seasons sometimes they don't some are mvps some are not and it's the same thing it's just a different format and it's not sports but it's very much our sports it's you know like the reunion is our Super Bowl. We just have eight <laughs> yeah. times a year. <laughs> yeah, we get more of them. No, I totally agree. And I always think the analysis of it is very like whenever I come across like a radio show about sports or whatever or see sports broadcasting, I'm like, oh, actually, the way I analyze Housewives is not a million miles from how they're breaking this down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like, oh, they had a good season. You know when people say, oh, Susan's had a good season at Housewives, I'm like, we sound like we're talking about sports players. Exactly. It's it's definitely, it's sports to us. It's just not sports. <laughs> it's, it's it's a sport. It's just not sports. Right. And with the ultimate, <laughs> ultimate like, uh, all-star show, 
that was like the all-star game for us. Or it was like the Avengers Endgame when they all come together after like 12 different movies. It, that was, it was basically the Avengers Endgame for that reality was totally TV. it for us. And it was the best. It was iconic. I'm so happy we got to witness that as well. I know. That really felt like a fever dream because I remember we were all like, this won't be good. It can't be any good. And then we're like, this is really good. So this good. is so good. Teresa, <laughs> like be soft. I know, be likable. Yeah, so likable. Which has not extended to New Jersey, but that's my own opinion. I know some people really like Teresa. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah. And then with Teresa, not with Teresa, um, with Cynthia, we didn't like her either. And that was weird because we've always just like, yeah, Cynthia, this time we were like, mm, Cynthia, what's going on? I know you kind of watch everything basically, but in terms of your housewife's journey, is there a show you're like, keen to get into or maybe there's one that you love to go back and rewatch. like what is next on with for your viewing habits i really everyone's talking about miami and i really mm-hmm. need to dive into that i watched one episode i just haven't been able to get back because there's just so many housewives i'm watching right now but i've heard it's really good i need to get into that i started watching summer house Okay. That's outside of the housewives um but i like that show which i didn't expect me to like um and going back to old ones, I I always revisit New York and Potomac. I think I need to get back into old school Beverly Hills to just like remember the good old days because yeah. we had so many iconic seasons. And I do miss Kim Richards a lot. There's rumors of like her, like she was like, oh, Andy called and I think I might come back. And I'm like, well, they just wrapped a season and we haven't seen a frame of it and they haven't done a reunion. So I'm like, I don't quite know what you're like shooting towards because like what for the season after this one but maybe she's interested i would like that i never gave her the prop she deserved when she was on the show like she's the britney spears of the franchise where like everybody's now coming around and being like you know what (laughs) the whole time and she deserved more praise back then that's true i've never i would never thought to compare the two but actually (laughs) it weirdly makes sense and they have a similar kind of energy as well very much similar energy i get a lot of britney spears vibes from kim richards for sure i don't know what that says about either one of them but you know we we love both i i'm obviously a britney stan but it's kind of i think a, a child two child they're both child stars and that does i think that does shape a person a certain way if it doesn't go always go well for them you know i was like actually there's there's similarities there yeah that's very true very true before we go if people want to find you online or follow your work or all that kind of thing where can they do so yeah you can follow me on instagram it's Brittany d pierre Brittany spelled b-r-i-t-t-n-y d pierre and i'm also on twitter at sleep to dream it's the number two dream and you can also follow my blog it's pierre into my life I'm also on TikTok too, so you can follow me. On oh, are you? I am, and I've had talked about on Housewives a couple of times. So that's Drip Drip Brit. Oh my! You have so many different usernames. You're like all over I the, the scale. I, I really should have <laughs> just one for every account, but my ADHD is not going to let me do that. So <laughs> you're like, let me hop on this TikTok and talk about Housewives real quick. <laughs> Definitely. All right. Well, we have covered a lot of ground today and it's been, I'm so glad we got to chat because I've wanted to have you on the podcast for ages. Brittany, Pierre, thank you very much for coming on Housewives and me. Thank you for having me, Connor. It's so It's been fabulous. I love it. There you go. That was Brittany Pierre here on Housewives and Me. I'll put links to where you can find Brittany on social media in the show notes for this episode. 
And if you'd like to follow this show on social media, you can do so at Housewives and Me on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well. It's Connor Bean is the handle for both of those pages. And of course, all those links are in the show notes for the episode as usual. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a rating for the show. It really helps us find new listeners. And you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. And wherever you get your podcasts, please follow along because brand new episodes come out every single Tuesday. So until next time, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.